It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor last night? This is the only Survivor podcast that's any fun to listen to. My name is Jake Scheidel. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how are you doing this week? Jake, I'm doing great. We're recording a, we're recording a little later. Yeah, a little later. Uh, I just got back from Las Vegas. Uh, Sorry, where? Uh, Las Wages. Not the Sin City, because that's Cincinnati, as we all know. But um, of course, yeah. So I'm still a little, uh, still a little jet lagged. Uh, I got in. So this this is a fun story for everyone for me to complain about my flight back. Yes. Not talk about how much fun I had. I had a lot of fun. No, uh, that's not why not talk about any of the basketball people that I watched. Come to this not, podcast for complaints. Yeah. No, don't. Not talking about any of the food that I had. Not talking about any of the uh, any of the casinos I went to. No. What we're going to talk about is, so, flying Delta on the way back. Uh, my initial flight is from, I've never had this happen before, it is from Las Vegas to Detroit. This is a stupid airport to have me fly into if I am then flying to Grand Rapids, because I have to go past Grand Rapids and then back, but whatever. That was, Did you have a parachute? That was, yes, that, that was the... Uh, I just jumped out. I wish I had thought of that. Um, they, I wanted to, but they, the uh, seatbelt sign was still on. So, yeah. Oh, you know they what? Get mad, they sense. get mad. They get mad at you if you do that. And then they you get open the so door. mad. And then you open the door on the plane. They don't like it when you do that. Um, and I'm kind of a rule follower. So I, you know, I was afraid of getting yelled at. But um, so anyway, they, uh, yeah, whatever. It's like a four hour flight four ish hour flight from vegas to detroit and then you know it's a got a little bit of a layover but it's like a 30 minute flight it's a comically short flight from there to grand rapids so like whatever uh the whole way there yeah the boarding the boarding process took longer than you know like the actual flight did but anyway so i get you know i turn my phone off airplane mode what do i get i get a text that says your flight has been delayed by an hour and a half (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. So instead of I was original, I was already going to get back in Grand Rapids around midnight. Now I'm getting back in Grand Rapids at 1:30, <laughs> and also I get into Detroit. I've been on a flight from because uh, I'm losing three hours from the time change too. I've been on a flight from Las Vegas. Uh, we boarded at 2 p.m. I'm getting into Detroit at 10 p.m. I've not mm-hmm. eaten dinner, uh, and uh, also all the restaurants except for McDonald's close. <laughs> at 10 p.m. at Mm -hmm. at the Detroit airport. So uh, I went to, I I don't know that I've ever had more sympathy for, and I generally have a lot of sympathy for service industry employees. It has got to be the worst job in the world to work at that McDonald's where every other restaurant closes at 10, and so everyone has to go there. And uh, there was a bit of a wait, and uh, let me tell you, people were... uh, not patient about it, despite the fact that they're in a fucking airport and can't go anywhere. <laughs> That's so surprising. People are usually so chill in airports and also McDonald's. Yeah. And it's it's one of those things, too, that it's like, look, I get it. People being like, well, we've got like, it's not like we don't have flights to catch. It's like, why are you cutting this that close? You have to have time to eat your food, too. But also, I get it, though. I wanted to eat, too, but I had a lot of time. And uh, but but also just being like, it's the only restaurant that's open. Like, that's why it's taking a while. That's ridiculous. They got a lot of orders. They're trying to get a bunch of them out at once. I don't know what to tell you, but, you know, a lot of people haven't worked in the service industry. I have, and that looked like it sucked. So I was willing to put up with anything. Anyway, yeah, that's that's I, the, the, the main takeaway from my trip is that uh, from what I heard, a lot of people that were there were also getting their flights delayed. A lot of flights getting delayed. I don't care for it. Joe Biden, a, you gotta you gotta fix this. Pete Buttigieg, actually, he's the transportation man. Yeah, you know, he's clearly doing that job. It's very um, good at it. I'm sure it was hard to get food too at the McDonald's because of how you lost all of your wages. That too, yeah. I, well, I went up to the register and I, I I turned out my pockets and a bunch of lint came out, and uh, they and felt they, sorry they for me. On you. <laughs> I was yeah, like, please, pounder. mister I don't got no money I'm sorry please, mister. And this 15-year-old is like, uh, okay yeah, Whatever, Here's man 
yeah, we're gonna get here. We'll give you this uh, this quarter pounder. That's really nice. The people at McDonald's have always been so chill, honestly, and we appreciate their support. They've seen everything. Like, what haven't they seen? You know, like you can't surprise them. Hmm. Imagine surprising a clown. Do you think it's even possible? No. <laughs> Clowns are ready for anything. I'm just trying to imagine Ronald McDonald being shocked, and I, I just, it's not working for me. It's like an AI prompt for an AI-generated art thing, and it just comes back with nothing because it cannot compute. You know, that's how AI talks, right? Does not compute. Yes, yeah. Jake, anyway, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know why you're speculating about whether clowns can get surprised. I mean, wouldn't you know from experience? I feel like you're. <laughs> I feel like you're referencing something that I'm not catching on to. What no, I was calling you a clown. I, yeah, but like why? But like why? Yeah, because you're because you're a clown. And do you think I get surprised a lot? Is that the idea? No, well, I'm saying you would know because you are a clown. <laughs> I'm actually never surprised, and I'm also not a clown, so uh, F on both. So, actually, I'm cool. I'm a cool guy, and we're all cool guys, and nobody's a surprise ever, and I'm always ready. You don't have to be ready if you stay ready, and that's me. You can never surprise me, and I'm not a clown, actually. If anything, I'm a mime. I, I don't know, man. People are saying, you know, I've just, I've heard it a lot of places. Who's saying? Pe- Who's people saying? People that Who's come up to I'm me. Many people. I don't like that. And I think that you should talk to them and say he's actually, <laughs> actually a really nice guy. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I don't know. I think that you are uh, maybe protesting a little too much. No, not even. Not even. I'm actually like a super chill guy and not even like, I'm, people call me a mime because I'm like so chill and barely even talk at all ever. And you're always acting like a strong wind is preventing you from going somewhere. I'm, I'm pretending a strong wind is pushing me down the street, but then I get stuck yeah. on a glass you've been wall. Trapped in, you've been trapped street. in a box. Yeah. And people are like, ah, ha, ha, that's so funny. He's funnier than a clown. This man, certainly not a clown. Yeah, the there's one thing I, I love. It. It's a silent man uh, coming up to me on the street and refusing to stop bothering me. <laughs> Yeah, very funny stuff. You know what would be really, funny. really funny to do? is just, So if a mime was doing that and you came up and said, hey, is this guy bothering you? <laughs> that would be really funny to do. It would be really funny to interrupt this person's performance. Yeah, well, come on. Yeah, <laughs> they're doing, like, nobody wants that. Like, no, who is like, oh, this is, like, I couldn't be more excited for this mime to come up and do mime bits at me. Okay, well, actually, it's my life's passion. Thank you very much. At least I'm not a fucking clown trying to sell hamburgers. What the fuck you is are that? a clown. You are a clown. I'm not a clown. We've already established that you are. Stop lying. God. This is the war between clowns and mimes is almost as brutal as the war between the races on Survivor Thomas. <laughs> oh, that is a great transition. Welcome to Race Wars. This is where the party ends. I can't stand here listening to you and your racist friends. Jake, thank you. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. Yeah. It's also like not really part of the show anymore. They got rid of it really quick. It. But it kind of still is, though. There was definitely mention of, like, we got to prevent the whites from getting together. It's like, fair, you know? Yeah, sure. You know, you don't you want You get a bunch them. of whites together, you get mimes and clowns. Exactly. Who wants that? Uh, speaking of uh, painted faces, this week's episode was called Plan Voodoo. Uh, do they paint faces in with voodoo? Like, isn't there like like a voodoo doll, right? What is voodoo actually? Hey, what, hey, Thomas, what is voodoo? Jake, how much time you got? I am not qualified to to speak on this in detail, but it is a, uh, uh, I believe a Caribbean in origin like religious practice. 
God. I'm looking up the word voodoo right now, and it's so many things. First, a song. Second, uh, a PC brand. Third, a donut shop. I, um... I oh, don't yeah, it's in Port- Voodoo Donuts is in Portland, right? Uh, there is a Voodoo Donut in Portland, but I think there's multiple locations across the country. And I do have to go to the website now, actually. Oh, and they have T-shirts. Um, Thomas, tell me more about Voodoo. No. <laughs> Tempe, Portland, Portland, Milwaukee, Oregon, Eugene, Denver. Oh, Denver Airport, uh, a lot in Denver, a few in Texas, uh, more in Texas. Like, where about, a, about, about Chicago, though? Nothing in Chicago, nothing in Grand Rapids, I'm sorry to say. Anyway, this episode was called Plan Voodoo. Uh, good title, I think, because we all know what voodoo is, and it's a cool name. Agree or disagree? Yeah. You definitely want people, a bunch of white people to talk about uh, voodoo. That's Everyone wants that. Do explain it. <laughs> That's why people come to this We're, podcast. I'm an expert, actually, on it, so. Um, why, like, I don't know, whatever. I'm not going to think too hard on it. Uh, this episode was first aired on October 26, 2006. Thomas, how old would you have been? October 26, 2006? Merely uh, a week I, away from... Spookiest day of the year. Okay, yeah, that's immaterial to how old I would have been. Uh, 15 years old. Okay, but I think the Halloween of your 15th year is significantly different from the Halloween of your 14th or 16th year, actually. So think about that, maybe. Uh, okay, yeah, that definitely. I'm sorry, I was being ridiculous. I'm sorry. Thank you. Speaking of ones and fives, our high school football team was five and one this week. Going into this week, we played West Ottawa. Panthers, how do you think we did? Taking home that W. Dude, this was the final game of the regular season. We won 21 to 0. Yes, perfect. Yeah, I don't think there was a there was a hot second when we were going to school there that West Ottawa was like a pretty good team, but I think they had kind of started to wane at this point. Yeah, not good enough. Not as good as as the the Royal Rockford Rams. Um, So we start off on the Raro tribe. Speaking of teams that start with R, Christina is upset that Adam thinks she's annoying. Um, I this is not how I would act in this situation. Personally, I don't think I would be more annoying to the person who's thinking I'm annoying. I would be like, oh, okay. And leave that person alone. Like, oh, sorry, I annoyed you. Moving on. You know, am I wrong? Yeah, there's no, I feel like there's no really good way to respond. You either get, like, mad at someone, like, fuck you, I'm not annoying, or you just get sad. I feel like antagonizing them is probably not the best way to go, but, yeah, who knows. Maybe I'm just a coward. Uh, Ozzy and JP2 go fishing over on the I2 beach. Um... JP appreciates how good Ozzy is, but recognizes him as the threat that he is. A uh, good scene between these two, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, it, both of them have like a pretty good idea of who the the contenders are out of the uh, out of the the teams. So it's good to be aware of who the biggest threats are. Did you catch what? JP2 called Ozzy with his ability uh, to swim. Refresh my memory. Ozzy, as you may recall, is able to hold his breath for two and a half minutes or so, which is, of course, very impressive. And JP2, That's a long time. JP2 calls him an otter. You know what that means? What, what does that mean? Is it a wildlife shot time? Several wildlife shots. Uh, we, of course, had the lizard. We had the rat. We had uh, many fish. And we had a skink. But I think, you know, let's change up the thing a bit this week. Uh, 
Let's talk about otters, because JP2 mentioned otters, and otters are fun to talk about. Did you know they have long, almost cylindrical bodies with short legs and webbed feet? I did know that. There are 13 species of otter. Uh, What do you think the range of length for these animals is? Smallest to largest otter. Um, you're saying in terms of, like, size from smallest to largest? Yes, in terms of size. How long are they? I'm going to say anywhere from two to four feet. The smallest are two feet long. The longest are up to six feet long. Wow, okay. So I had the right idea at the floor, but not the ceiling. Yeah. Uh, How much do you think they weigh? Remember, the biggest ones are six feet long. Uh, I'll say, like... 85 pounds. I'll say, I'll, so I'll say like 40 to 80 pounds. It is uh, quite a bit wider than that. The smallest ones are about two pounds, and the largest ones are about 100 pounds. Okay. What do they call... The two pound their- ones are like babies, I'm sure, though. That's I mean, I was talking fully grown adults. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do they call their dens? I don't know how you would know this, but it's, they're very fun. There's two I names for them. I would have said dens, so I'm all off to a bad start. Uh, I'll say their house. <laughs> their house. Uh, you got the first two letters right. Um, is it's, it like a hovel? Uh, the first term is holt. Uh, the second term is something that is inside your house. It's not quite a den, but maybe it's in your den as a human. And it's a word that's available on Wordle also. Uh, Is it like a... Yeah, I don't know. Mm, It it sounded like you almost got it. Called a couch. A couch, okay. Isn't that fun? A holt or a couch is what they call dens. That just seems confusing to me, but, you know, what do I know? I'm not an otter. Didn't you love that show, though? Holton Couch Fire. Holton Couch Fire. (sighs) Yes. Thought of that joke while I was writing the wildlife shots. And I honestly was like... You got the intended intended reaction on that one. No, I I honestly thought you were going to make that joke. And I was like, if he doesn't make that joke, I'll make that joke. But... No, you just sigh at my genius bits, as always. Uh, true or false, these boys and girls and gender nonconforming otters are playful by nature. I don't know that they're... I, what I, I was gonna be, I was gonna let's not let's not talk about whether gen, uh, otters can be gender nonconforming or not. I don't think they know what gender is, but we're we're not gonna get into that. <laughs> That's not what the question is. I'm sorry. I it's about how playful you. they. It's about how playful they are. Are otters playful by nature? Uh, yes. Yes, indeed, true. Uh, they will make water slides in the mud and play with small stones. Uh, what do they eat? Uh, I think they eat, like, mussels and, like, fish. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Sea urchins. How do they eat shellfish? Uh, don't they, like, lie on their back and, like, hit them with a... Don't they hit them with a rock? Yep, they'll, they'll crack the exoskeleton with a stone. Um, their feces have a very distinct smell being described as smelling like what? You get this. I'll give you 10 extra points in the next season of um, Survivor. Uh, I'll say, like, f- I guess fish. Fuck. Uh, freshly mown hay or putrefied fish. You can give me All those right, 10 so points? You'll get, you'll get 10 extra points when we do Survivor. Yeah! I should not have made that deal. Yeah, that was a lot easier. I was like, this seems too easy. <laughs> All right, so with there being 13 different species, uh, they do rank in, on various spots on the IUCN red list. Where do you think most of them rank? I'm going to say least concern. There is but only one otter 
that is of least concern, and it is the North American River Otter. That's my early 20th century American accent. Um, there are five that are considered near-threatened, two that are um, very upset to how close to extinction they are, and five more that are endangered. This sucks. That's bullshit. Yeah. Including the giant otter, which I assume is the six-foot-long ones. Yeah, that. don't get rid of giant otters. They're cool. These are cool guys. Like, imagine, like, being bros with an otter. Yeah, it'd be That'd great. Be cool, I think. Um, happy the North American River Otter is doing okay, though. Um, so that's like a fun little um, diversion from regular wildlife shots. Was that fun? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I love otters. I remember last time we took I wish a they were less on... endangered. Yeah. Last time we took a diversion from wildlife shots, you got really mad because I wanted to talk about a plant. So yeah, that's not why. That's not wildlife as I understand it. That's uh, yeah. flora and fauna. Yeah. That's that's a different segment that we're not going to do because that sounds hard. Um, Tree Mail tells them that they're going to get a reward challenge and Cowboy wants to bring the immunity idol because he likes it. Big argument through this. What did you think? Whose side were you on? Um, remind me what the argument was about again. I'm sorry. Cowboy wanted to take the immunity idol to the challenge, even though it wasn't an immunity challenge, because he liked it and it made him feel good. JP2 was saying we shouldn't take it because we don't want to be showboaty. Um, I think I'm with JP2. Yeah, I get where it's coming from, but I There's also... There's no functional reason to have it there, and also, like, who cares what Cowboy thinks about anything? <laughs> So rude. I've never heard anyone be more rude to my get best guy, Cowboy. <laughs> At this reward challenge, they have to hang on to a mass while the other tribe drags them through the sand. Uh, both tribes will end up going to tribal council. This challenge is the best. I love this challenge. Uh, brutal. They can't do it anymore because uh, people would get very hurt. I'm sure at so some point much. someone got injured doing this. Yeah, probably. But people get injured all the time, so big deal. You know, that's how I feel about it. If you don't want to get anytime anyone survivor. complains about a anytime anyone complains about a challenge, you should be like, you're more likely to uh, get in a car accident on the way to the airport. Yeah, you're actually more likely to die in a plane crash than on Survivor. That's oh, you true. think everyone should have to drive ten miles an hour because it would be safer? Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. How dare you? We're keeping the challenge where they stab each other with knives. Yeah, bring back the stabbing people with knives challenge, Jeff. We missed that one. It's called Survivor for a reason, as my dad yeah, would say. First they get rid of the auction, then they get rid of the stabbing challenge. Like, what's okay, next? Good news. They're going to get rid of the one where they shoot each other with flamethrowers? They better fucking not. When they introduced that at Pearl Islands, it was like, oh, this is perfect, you know, because it's pirate-themed. But the fact that they do it every season now at Final Six is, ugh. Chef's kiss. You know, fire represents your life. It's true. Or and your death. <laughs> with your uh, with your flamethrower, you get to envelop somebody else's life. Man. Remember when two people got <laughs> murdered with the flamethrower? Yeah, it was cool. It was cool, and I liked it, and they should bring it back. Um, okay, so I2 wins this challenge. Uh, Cowboy talks about his dream that gives him the idea to split the vote. This is where we get Plan Voodoo from. What did you think of Cowboy's dream? Uh, I got to tell you, I think I have a hazy memory of some of this stuff because I was just like, anytime that Cowboy says anything, I'm just like, well, I'm going to tune out here. <laughs> I was going to say, just it gonna, seems like you don't want to ever talk about just, Cowboy. My brain's just going to go on autopilot for a minute here. It's like when that, that Simpsons joke where they cut the, a Homer's brain and it's just the sippy bird. Uh, would you be more receptive if I said Cowman talked about the dream he had to that split would be, the vote? Well, it would make me think about Man Cow, uh, the, the former shock jock, and uh, that, would, that would be funny to me because I would just think about all of the hilarious lies he's told. That would be really fun. Um, and that's what the show is about, is actually Shock Jacks from the... When did Mancow uh, do his bits? 
his heyday was in the uh, the 90s, I believe, was like the high watermark of his popularity. Um, he was a Chicago-based. He was like the Chicago competitor to Stern, uh, and he was uh, much less talented. Mm-hmm. Um, Howard Stern, cool guy. Shock jocks in general, cool guy. And we're the shock jocks of Survivor. That could be our new slogan. The shock jocks of Survivor. Yeah, we're we get there. a little. We're not. We're not PC here. Yeah. We're Mac. We are Mac. And that's me. a joke. That's a that's a joke from uh, twenty five years ago, and it still rings true today, in my opinion. When I heard that joke, I was like, "Do I like this joke?" Accepted. That's another Justin Long project. Anyway, the like, <laughs> hashtag joke. You on uh, threads, Jake? You know I'm on threads. A hundred million people joined threads, apparently, and I'm one of them. Yeah, and their feeds are all just like Jake Paul being like, this site on fleek. That's cool. Or like a brand being like, a brand being like, who got the pizza? And it's like Totino's or something like that. And then there's like an eyes emoji. My my biggest thing with Twitter was like, I wish it just had the energy of Instagram. That's fun to me. I love Instagram and how cool and fun it is all the time. I think that they've made that site specifically for like Instagram famous people to be able to post in a safe environment because if they ever posted on Twitter, they would get torn apart immediately. (laughs) (laughs) They're like pandas. It's like they just die in the wild at this point. Yeah, I Twitter's like the the Boston of the comedy club scene where it's like we we're all. So fucking rude to people. It's like, yeah, it's like Philly. We just like throw batteries at everyone. Yeah. Instagram's so Beat nice Beat up to Santa Claus. <laughs> like, fuck you with your fucking sweetness. We don't want that shit over here. It's doom yeah. and gloom over on the bird website. Twitter's over, though. We're not talking about Twitter anymore. We're talking about Cowman and his dream that gave him the idea to split the vote. Remember? Yes, uh, I don't. Uh, I don't believe in any of of Cowboy's spiritual bullshit. So I was not on board with this. You hate Cowboy. You must have loved this episode. Um, over on Raro, Nate catches another octopus. Doesn't attack him this time, so that's very nice. Christina goes around talking to everybody and hoping they don't vote for her. You know, Christina, good strategy. Um, I that. That's all I got to say. I don't know. I got nothing more on Christina. You got thoughts? Yeah, uh, she's annoying and she's a cop. <laughs> Honestly, I forgot she was a cop. I, I, I 100% forgot about that. I just didn't like her energy. And that explains it. Over on iTunes, JP2 wants Cowboy gone. I don't like that. I love yeah, Cowboy. me too, bro. Cowboy's the best character who's ever... Cowboy was <laughs> the Carolyn before C- Carolyn. <laughs> <laughs> when Cowboy's not on screen, all of the other contestants should be saying, where's Cowboy? That's what I'm saying as a viewer. Uh, Cowboy wants to keep the white tribe from getting too much power, white power as it's often called, and puts plan voodoo into effect. I thought Cowboy had a good plan. You know, this was, like, new. It would be a good plan if people wanted to listen to him, but he did a really good job of making it so people don't want to listen to him. <laughs> So at the I2 Travel Council, Cowboy brings the immunity idol and JP1 asks everyone's opinions of Cowboy. Um, people don't seem to love Cowboy, and I don't know why. Like, what? Like what uh, all he does is do? annoy them all, all day, and then they're so unappreciative of the time that he uh, put a red mark on their forehead because they, yeah. uh, they had a headache. Yeah, you know, beggars can't be choosers. Oh, you got a headache? Well, you're going to have to deal with this red mark and also all of my racist jokes and also my uh, destroying the habitat of wild animals. I I did like how JP2 was like, we have had to uh, get cowboy down from a few trees. (laughs) Yeah, He just keeps getting stuck up there. That's probably not super helpful for tribe life. I understand. Um... Yule says JP2 makes for a good leader. Obviously, he looks like 99% of our president, a white man. You know, capitalism. 
Uh, Cowboys vote for Candace was beautifully written. Did you notice this? <laughs> you weren't. Oh, Cowboy was on the screen, so you weren't paying attention. Cowboy has really beautiful handwriting. Did you know this? <laughs> it's so funny to me. Look, I know everyone hates him, but his handwriting is really nice, so I think <laughs> these haters should shut up. Yes, sure. Okay, so he's been racist and rude to everybody and a nuisance around camp. And they but constantly the have to get him down from trees. But have you seen that handwriting? That calligraphy, you know? Separate and also the he did the, the, pre- the pressure thing on their forehead that one time. So Cowboy's gone four to one to one. Don't love it. Uh, I wish Cowboy had been on every season forever still to this day. Imagine Cowboy coming back 16 times like Boston yeah. Rob. Yeah, you know what? I think Cowboy could probably win if they gave him that many chances. I would love to see it. Uh, then Can they, you imagine uh, him and Coach on the same season? My God, Ariel and I have been watching Heroes versus Villains. Oh, beautiful stuff. Coach, such a good we season. It is. Maybe kind Cowboy of confusing. just needed to be on longer. Maybe that would have gotten me on board with him, as if he was on longer, and it became like a fun bit. It wasn't a fun bit from the beginning to you. No. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. You don't think racism is funny? Okay. Um, <laughs> We're all thinking it, okay? I'm just saying what everybody's thinking. Thomas doesn't like racist jokes. Okay. Uh, I2 then gets to eat lamb shanks. Uh, JP1 calls them heavy and hot when he passes them out. Cool line from JP1. I want to do a fan cam of JP1 um, of all of his, um, you know... Words, you know what I'm trying to say? Oh, he's always like yeah. hot and heavy. Uh, oh, like Boston his, Rob, his, what's you? His like idioms or whatever. Yeah, yeah, his idioms, but like the the like double entendre ones specifically. Sure. This is like, what are you doing, Jeff? You know, that's what I always have to say. Um, did you notice while watching this episode? that Candace and Adam made eyes at each other from across the fire. They fell in love instantly. They did. It was love at first sight. Billy and Candace walked so Bill, uh, Adam and Candace could run. And then Candace and whoever she ends up on Blood versus Water with could sprint. You know she comes back for Blood versus Water? I think. Uh, was it the first one? Yes. Did we watch the first one? Is that San Juan del Sur or is the... San Juan del Sur is the second Blood versus Water. Okay, yeah, I so I don't think I watched the first one. I was uh, looking at Blood versus Water to see what seasons we should watch in preparation for that. I know we're still on the road to Micronesia, um, and that'll be in, like, I don't know, next summer, next winter. I don't know exactly. But after that, maybe we'll work our way to Blood versus Water because that's a really fun season, too in my opinion. Um, maybe not, you know? We'll, we don't need to plan that far ahead. It's Survivor. Maybe we'll watch. I don't want to get put in a box like a mine. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay, now you're getting it. Thank you. Uh, they talk about Christina clashing with the rest of the tribe. I wonder why. Nate says he wants them to be a fourth-quarter crew. As a basketball co- guy, Thomas, did you appreciate this metaphor? The fourth quarter. Yes, crew? yes, I did. Can you explain it to? He's trying to. He's trying to get fans? heat culture in there. <laughs> Chill. Uh, yeah, you want to. You want to have people that uh, you know turn it up in the fourth quarter. You know they're playing their hardest uh, at the end of the game. They're playing to win. That is important. Um, unfortunately, that's not. I don't think that's what's going to happen to this group. Um, I2, though, kidnaps Nate. What about this for a twist, huh? Every time you say I2, I feel an intense urge to say, no, you don't. You didn't kidnap <sighs> Nate. That's such a good bit. Please do that. Uh, as yeah, every, I'll do it every season. single time. <laughs> so no surprise, Christina gets voted out 4-2 to two over Jenny. Um... You know, I'm. You probably loved this episode, no? Uh, yeah, I I thought it was all right. I mean, it's two of your least favorite people leaving. Were you not? It's true. It is true. I did appreciate that. 
And you don't know what is coming this season, I'll tell you. It only gets better. I mean, it's obviously, it's still like the first third of this season, so we're very early in it. Um, oh, I thought it was over. I'm so, it's a yeah, I thought that like, was a weird note to end on. They were like, well, we finally got rid of Cowboy. Now we can be done. The, the 12 people that are left just decide to split the million. They're like, you know what? It's better if we all win. Um, speaking of Survivor, Thomas, did you see um, there's some Survivor alum on a new show? What show is that? It's a little show called The Challenge USA Season 2. This is a segment called The Challenge Back from the dead. So, from Survivor, there's many people on this season of The Challenge, including Michelle from Co Wrong, Chanel from Season 42, Seabass from Ghost Island, Chris Underwood from Edge of Extinction, Desi from Triple H, It's Time to Play the Game, Michaela from Millennials vs. Gen X, who you know is my favorite, and Thomas, who would you say is your favorite player from recent Survivor? Like, since, since Millennial vs. Gen X, since we've been doing the podcast, uh, let's say, you know, since 31. Probably, probably Jeremy, I would say. Okay. Let's be more specific. Well, who from the new era are you like, man, they should have won? Uh, I mean, I liked Aubrey, but I don't know if it would be Aubrey. It's not Aubrey. It's, no, it's not Aubrey. No, but from the new era. Oh, is it Mike? Is Mike on there? Mike Gable's Gabler? No, not Gabler. The f- the oh. firefighter. No, you're that's the wrong season. I'll give you another hint. They lost to Mike Gabler Gabler. Oh yeah. Um you loved her. You were like she should have won. She was the best one the whole season. And you're obsessed with it, her. This is man. I think I was so mad about the end of this that I was like, I'm not going to remember anything about this season. It was it was all fake. Uh, her name's Cassidy. Is that we're we're all we're all excited? Okay, um, we're all excited to have Cassidy Clark on there. Did you just look up her name? Yes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I didn't like her. She was fine. She was fine. She was your favorite, you said. I came okay. around on her. Um, there's also a bunch of people uh, who are not on Survivor, but we also will be seeing our friend from back home, Corey. Love it. As well as many of the usuals, plus some other people from Big Brother, which we don't have to get into right now. But it starts August 10th. Um, of the... Survivor people, I think the people they chose this week, this this season, are better than last season. Um, solely because it's not Ben and Sarah. You know? Sure, we don't have Danny, but that's all right. He's busy with his... No Tyson Apostle. Kiki. Um, yeah, but I think we've got a good group here. Michelle I love. Chanel I kind of remember liking. Seabass, what a great guy. Chris Underwood, that'll be interesting. Desi, she was on Triple H. Michaela, great, obviously. Cassidy, your favorite person. When you said Chris Underwood, I was kind of hoping that it was the annoying rapping guy, and it wasn't. And that oh, was sad. Chris Noble. Yeah, no, I'm Chris, sorry. I was thinking about Chris Noble. Also from Ghost Island, your favorite guy. And anyway, um, it's time for Quobes Quiz. So nasty that it's probably somewhat of a travesty having me. Then he told the people you could call me your majesty. If you don't score a 10 out of 12 on this Survivor Quiz, you're going home at tonight's Tribal Council. So. By Andrew Ziegler. Uh, he is on the BuzzFeed staff, so he has no points. I guess staff members don't need points. And this is from January 12th, 2020. So keep that in your mind. There are some, there are some questions where, uh. That's important. Okay, first question. First things first, who was the first ever winner of Survivor? Colby Donaldson, Rudy Bosch, Richard Hatch, or Susan Hawk? We all know it was Richard Hatch. We all know it was Richard Hatch. Everybody knows that. Richard. I love that they, like, wrote 
in Photoshop Richard across this par- parchment Jeff is holding. As if there's not a photo of him holding the parchment that says Richard. And where was the first season located? Australian Outback, that would Amazon, be Borneo. Borneo, you know it. Easy. 202. What is typically awarded to the winners of the very first reward challenge of the season? Flint, fishing gear, tarp, a feast. This is not just a city in Michigan, it's Flint. I was going to say tools to build a shelter. Oh, they do it for all of the answers. Jeff is now holding a parchment that says Flint. That's funny. Um, according to the rules, when are hidden immunity idols no longer in play? The final three, the final four, the final five, the final six. Now this changes. Yeah, I got this. I got this wrong. I said the final five, and that was incorrect. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I will say then the final six. It's the final four. Well, that's been updated. Final four now, of course, is um, the fire making challenge. So you better use that idol in the final five because it's null beyond that point. Wait. I think I misunderstood this question. Anyway. Moving on in this game, what represents your life? Of course, food, water, fire, fire, immunity, necklace. We all know it's fire. Fire represents your life. It's fire. Duh. I like that. Who wrote this? Uh, Andrew Uh, Andrew Ziegler. Ziegler. Good bit, Andrew Ziegler. Um, Okay. Which of these has never been a theme for a season of Survivor? Brains. Brawn versus brains versus beauty. White collar versus blue collar versus no collar. Rural versus suburban versus urban, or millennials versus Gen X, which we were just talking about. Do you know the answer? Uh, it is rural versus suburban versus urban. Survivor the rural juror is uh, yeah. the correct answer. It would have uh, been man, really this, good. this quiz has shown its age on these next two questions. How many seasons of Survivor have there been? 33, 36, 39, 41. Well, I know there's actually been 45, but... 45th hasn't been released yet, so I think 39? Yeah, had Edge of Extinction... That was 40, right? Had that happened yet? Or not Edge of Extinction... Uh, uh, Island of the Islands was 39. Island of the Islands, yeah. Um, 39, you might also recall, was the weather channel at my home television growing up. Yes, of course. That was also mine. Um, Who's the only Yeah, this question also out of date... Sandra Diaz Twine, of course. Boston Rob, Sandra Diaz Twine, of course. True or false, the jury selection phase never begins before the merge. This is false. In six different seasons, the jury started before the merge. Yeah, that one is like was very obviously a trick question. Yeah. In which season did a castaway falsely claim that his grandmother had died to garner sympathy? Five Thailand, seven Pearl Islands, eight All Stars, or nine Vanuatu. Pearl Islands, of course. Yes, this is a classic moment. Um, Okay, great. In the history of Tribal Council, when has the hidden immunity never been played? Before the votes are cast, after the votes are cast, before the votes are read, after the votes are read, all of the above have occurred. All of the above have occurred. Yeah. Did you uh, did you like um, how this is a super idol this year? With, with Race Wars? Uh, not really. Yeah, it's never good, is it? No, it's not. And finally, what's the oft-repeated survivor mantra? Outlive, outlast, outplay, outwit, outplay, outlast, outwit, outlast, outplay, outwit, outlive, outlast. Whoa. Selling seashells by the seashore over here. Uh, it is, of course, outwit, outplay, outlast. You know, I remembered that it was that one and not... Outwit, outlast, outplay. How? It's a little pneumatic device for you. Outlast is the last thing they say. I got 11 out of 12 correct. I won immunity. Your survivor knowledge is extremely impressive. What did you get? I also got 11 out of 12, and we both got the same question wrong. (laughs) Wow. Great quiz. Thanks, Andrew Ziegler. You did a great job. Thomas. Except for the your... one question, which you fucked up, but that's fine. Yeah, still you definitely have to update this question. This quiz, I should say. Um, 
Also, Survivor needs to be more clear about what the rules are with immunity idols, I think. And also, they need to do something about the Final Four, but we need, don't need to get into that now. We talk about it constantly. Uh, Thomas, what's your blue ski? Oh, my blue ski? Uh, you can follow me at tom.tom.bluesky.social or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Uh, you can follow the show still at Twitter at DYWSLN. Um, I don't. I don't. I, we're not going. We're not doing Twitter so much anymore. Now that we're both on Blue Ski, um, YouTube's I'm still so, doing Twitter a lot. I'm trying to separate. I'm trying to separate from it. Uh, anyway, um, we're also on YouTube, which is a good website, which everybody can agree with. It's the only fun Survivor podcast. Subscribe there so we can get the attention of everybody who is um, in the Survivor community there. You know, they have polls there. I'd love to put up some polls. Thomas, what's a good poll for the Survivor community on YouTube? What's a good poll? Yeah, what's a good poll? Like, what should we poll people on? Uh, We could do... uh uh, Sandra or Tony for best uh, best two time winner. That was already a thing. That was already a thing on Twitter. We have to do a different one. Uh, oh man, what could what else? Uh, Jeff Probst, yes or no? That's good. That's better. Thank you. Uh, this is the kind of collaboration you crave as a podcast. You can do yes, listener. no, and then the third. I haven't an opinion. <laughs> Uh, if you want to support us on Patreon, that would be at patreon.com slash justpodcast. We have a few tiers there. Um, which one do you want to shout out? What's one we haven't talked about recently? Um, probably Did You Sleep Last Night. Yeah, we should talk about Did You Sleep Last Night since Cowboy talked about his dreams. Yes. Um, that's the one where we'll discuss our... Dreams. Of course, it's not going to come out immediately when people subscribe because the first person to subscribe will finance the purchasing of a dream journal for Thomas so he doesn't forget his dreams. We've talked about this. And that's only $50,000 a month. Yeah. So it'll be, uh, it'll be a really sturdy dream journal. Yeah. Um, if you don't want to spend that much money, of course, the next lowest tier is Justpedia, where we discuss Wikipedia articles. That's easy. That's an easy 40 grand a month. We know you have it, so don't even lie. We know you're Joe Biden. Can you imagine if Joe Biden listened to this podcast? Yeah, that'd be crazy if the president was like, pretty good show, Jack. Yeah, oh my God. I like the part where you talked about 9-11 in May. If Joe Biden called me Jack, I'd be like, it's it's actually Jake. My grandma made the same mistake all the time. Um, I had a cousin named Jack, so um, my grandma always made that same mistake. And then he's already walking off. I have to go talk to Kamala. Okay. Fine. Go ahead, Joe. I don't give a shit. We've all got shit to do. Kamala would explain Kamala would explain the outwit out, out play out last thing for like ten minutes. Would just talk in circles about it. It'd be like, thanks. <laughs> Even though outlive isn't actually part of the mantra, it is a tenant of the game of Survivor. Uh, because when you think about it, yeah, uh, that would be fun. That was my Kamala Harris impression. Pretty good. Yeah, sure. Why not? Thank you. We all know I'm good at impressions. Uh, if people wanted to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, what could they write? This is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. Spotify does not allow me to leave reviews, but if I could, I would say I look forward to seeing this in my Spotify wrapped. And if they were to write a review on YouTube or a comment even, which nobody has done yet, even though we have several people who listen on YouTube, I'm looking at you. YouTube listeners. I'm looking at YouTube. YouTube listeners. Anyway, what's you a comment? You're talking YouTube to me? There we go. What's a, what's a comment they could write? Uh, ha, ha, ha. Very funny smiley face. Love it. I'm drawing a little bat on my post-it notes right now. It's really cute. Anyway, um, bats exist only in the summer, despite how scary they are. So I do have to tell you, have a great summer. Deuces. Sit 
I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. I'd take them if I had one wish. And I think it's fly when the bats come by for the summer. For the I summer. Her, I'd take her if I had one witch. Come on. No, there's no witches aren't in the summer. They're on Halloween where there are no bats. No, witch. Instead of saying witch, say witch. It makes it spookier. No, well, but we're talking about the summer. The summer's not spooky. It can be, actually. Somebody. No, it's not. We don't lie. You know what the spooky season is, and it's not summer. Okay, but we're in like early spooky season. We're past Fourth of July. What's the next holiday? We are. This is not early. What the fuck is early spooky season supposed to be? We're three months away from from October. I saw some <laughs> decorations. Some people had some Halloween decorations on the front porch. It's like, oh yeah, well, it is coming, and it was like, you know, kind of cold and rainy. It does kind of feel like fall. Um, so yes, you have the worst. You have the absolute worst concept of seasons. <laughs> no, I'm just in tune with the uh, weather. You know, if it's 60 degrees okay. and rainy, and hey, it's fall, baby. It's spooky season. If there's a whistle in the air, that's spooky season to me. If there's bells in the air, jingle bells, that's Christmas time. <laughs> I get jingle keys in front of your face And you would think it was Christmas Yeah, especially if there's bells on it That'd be great <laughs> If I see a rabbit, hey, that's Easter, baby <laughs> If I see a person with red hair Oh, is St. Patrick's Day around the corner? <laughs> wow, I can't believe it oh, Came really oh, fast this year is, is Luck of the Irish on TV tonight? Don't mind if I do every, every year for St. Patrick's Day do you watch I see Bill Disney Murray Plus? walking down the street Island. Oh, oh, is it Groundhog Day? Is it February second? Because I'm seeing Bill Murray right now and his new partner. He's only known would ever believe me. And it was very funny in 2005. It was funny. Kalis. Kalis. Okay. Yeah. Uh, milkshake. She said, "All the boys." Bill Murray is a boy. It's true. If you replace the ill Murrah with an O, you get boy. That's a great point. <laughs> you ever think about that? You can't spell boy with ill Murrah. Welcome to Race Wars. 